and thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number 119. I am your host and the author of the piece you're about to hear today, The Grey Knight. You can call me Jack. Just a little bit of housekeeping before we get to said piece. March is going to be uh, a vacation month for me, and after I get back in April, it is going to go ahead and be uh, the beginning of season one is going to be 14 episodes in a row week after week very much looking forward to it this uh new system should give me lots of time off so should give you lots and lots of uh, bonus pieces I, I i'm very excited about it to tell you the truth um, getting through it from the uh, beginning of november until now it has been difficult but i've proven i can do it i feel very very ready uh, i've kept on top of everything else so it's time to commit and it's time to do it uh <laughs> So there's going to be two more regular episodes uh, left. So on the 7th of March and on the 14th of March, there's going to be just two more episodes like we've always done them. And then I'm going to be gone for quite some time. That's right, you guys got to get used to this system. So it's going to ache, but here it is. I'm going. There's not going to be a regular podcast episode on the 21st of March or the 28th of March or the 4th of April. And then season one will begin on the 11th of April. It's going to be three weeks, three weeks, and then four weeks in between the seasons, uh, four weeks during the holiday season. Uh, as soon as we can go ahead and line that up, it's going to be a little bit hinky doing that, but we're going to go ahead and fit everything in. It's going to work great. I'm excited. Are you excited? No, you're saying, because, of course, you're going to be missing out on all of that extra stuff. Well, I, I hear you, but the podcast pieces are going to be longer. I am going to be more consistent. Uh, I do think that this is going to be overall a pretty great system. The other thing is, because I am going to be more organized, and, and I'm allowing that organization and energy to, to, to push things along, uh, I am going to be able to keep up commissions throughout March, take commissions in April. If you do want a commission in March, uh, you are going to have to let me know by the 16th, Saturday the 16th, if you do want a commission in March. So do, let, uh, do write that down if you are thinking about that, scheduling that. Um, so the other thing is, because of all of the additional energy, the, the additional uh, bookkeeping I, I no longer have to do and, 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 and stress with logistics and all of that sort of thing, uh, I'm just, I'm telling you right now, I don't know exactly when and where and how it's going to start pouring in, uh, but it's time to start really rewarding the patrons and putting stuff on Patreon. Uh, I, simply, I simply feel ready and able to do that and on top of the regular commitment schedule and all the rest. So uh, that's what we're looking at. Uh, we're just, the first half of March, we're just going to go ahead and have regular uh, podcast episodes. We're going to do regular Friday tip shows on the 8th and 15th. There is not going to be a patron show after I said I'm going to be loading up patrons with extra stuff, but I do have a plan around it. Not as much fun as a live show, I know, but I think you guys will enjoy it anyway. So that's basically where I'm at. You can probably hear it in my, in my breathing, in my voice. Uh, hopefully you can see it in my attitude. I'm feeling more and more upbeat uh, and ready to try new things, ready to put myself out there, ready to engage uh, than ever before. And I've also just been loving the work that I'm putting out. The last 15 weeks of, of work, I'm happy with it. I am. You guys are, are too. Um, and that's 15. That's 15 out of 17 weeks without any real break, <laughs> uh, significant, because emotional and, and difficult stuff was going on in my life, and then the holidays and all that sort of thing. So I'm, 
I'm really, really, really ready for this. I hope you guys are too. Uh, it's still 42 episodes a year, and that's just regular. So exciting. I'm excited. I, I think that this is going to turn out to be uh, a really fun and, uh, and, and, and exciting and maybe even permanent, knock on wood, uh, transition for the for the project as these seasons. We'll see how it goes. I'm obviously not going to commit to anything besides those first 14 weeks. Thank you guys for, for, for being generous in spirit, uh, being pioneers with me. I'm babbling too much, but it, it really is a lot of fun. It really is exciting because it feels like it's almost there. Uh, for those of you who, who aren't on the blog or, or on, aren't on the blog all the time because I'm always talking too much on it, um, I am starting to put up visuals that prove that the, the library is ready. The database behind the scenes is done, and we'll start moving the library out. Uh, I'm actually trying to figure out how to logistically work that out with Ali so she continues to slave away while I'm vacationing. Uh, that sounds pretty ideal to me, so trying to get that system up and running. Uh, and as we do, more and more pieces, uh, your classics will be available uh, for free uh, on Spotify eventually, but initially... Uh, on Kindle, if you have Kindle Unlimited, there'll be uh, a transcript version there. And then uh, we'll be moving that out to Audible. So if you have Audible credits or if you like uh, collections or pieces of Audible, they'll be on there. And then after that, boom, Spotify, move it out to the internet from there. So exciting. Really took way too long to get this done. That's on me. That's on my sickness. Uh, that's on me focusing on other things. But hey, you know what? It's here. And with it comes the actual beginnings of the project. And with that, season one. And how exciting is that? Um, I do feel like the master of this system. I do feel like I'm capable of being creative, interesting, funny, uh, dangerous, whatever I want to be. And hopefully you don't roll your eyes at this too much, but it's very punk rock. It's very punk rock, and I love it. Uh, I get to be Johnny Rotten, and I get to be paid for it, and I get all of this praise, and people even say that I'm a nice guy. And so to have this system that's in place, and I can just kind of put stuff into it, and it works, it just works, Todd Howard style. Uh, I, I, it, it took way too long to get here, but it's here. It's here, and I love it. And it's time to start getting going with it. So if you've been in, if you've been enjoying the way that this podcast has sounded uh, since November 2018, buckle up because I do think it's going to get better from here. I really, really do. Uh, that is me being uh, exuberant enough. I think. Uh, thank you again to all the out support, uh, <laughs> all the uh, outpouring, all the support, all the out support uh, that you guys have uh, given me. Uh, really appreciate the engagements ticking up on all the different fronts. Uh, I feel bad about that right before I take off vacation, but Daddy need a break. Daddy been bringing it. He hasn't dropped a commission. He's been real polite with people. All of a sudden, the podcast not on Spotify. You got to fix that at midnight. It is bullshit. He's doing it anyway. It's going really, 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 really well. So sorry for the longer than average introduction, but... I'm feeling it. I'm asking for what I want and need. You guys are giving it to me uh, in spades. Thank you so much for that. Uh, and, and it just tells me that this project is raring to go. So briefly, 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 because people definitely skipped over a lot of that. Uh, just again, super quickly, 
The podcast will not have new episodes on the 21st of March, the 28th of March, or the 4th of April. Coming back for season one on the 11th of April. If you want commissions, you do have to let me know uh, in March by the 16th, Saturday the 16th. Uh, in order to make sure that that happens. I will be doing commissions throughout the month, but that is the deadline cutoff date. I won't be taking them while I'm on vacation. Why would I? Uh, so that's pretty much where we're at. Tip shows, yes, on the 8th and 15th, uh, and then probably the 5th of April as well. I'm just going to say patron shows resuming in April. No patron uh, live show in March. Apologies, but I will have, I already have a makeup thing in mind, and I do think that you're going to like that very, very much. Okay. I think that sets us all up. Uh, thank goodness I don't have to do housekeeping every week, right? Listen to how long this podcast would be with me just just talking right up my own ass if I had to do housekeeping every single week. I hope you enjoy this next piece. Unlike what you just heard, it's a little bit softer. It's a little bit slower. It's very, very sensual. And it stars a narrator that actually cares about your feelings instead of his own. Here's hoping you enjoy. It's called In Your Sleep. can't stop thinking about you, the way you feel in my arms, the way that your skin and hair smells, the warmth of your body as I pull you to me. Sometimes, when I come into our room, when you've already been asleep for a while, the whole thing is cold and still, and I'm trying not to wake you. That moment when I put myself into bed is the most real thing in the whole day. I am tired. In this brief moment between stripping away my night clothes and falling into bed naked with you, I am freezing. The day itself went on too long, and I was away from you for far too much of it. And yet, still, because of my own needs, my own desires, my own thoughts, you, you fell into bed before me. And so, I fall into it with you. I am careful with my right ankle. I weigh it down as I push in with the rest of my body. I do not want the mattress to creak or turn. I do not want you to fall to me too quickly, even though I know you will feel me very soon. I pull up the covers, and I make my way under them. They're far too large for the bed, oversized, but they had to be, so that you could take as much of them as you wanted without me being left in the cold. I fought you, but... Even though the cost was exorbitant, you decided it would be worth it. You were right. I fall into bed behind you, my cock aligning with your ass crack, my torso with your back. And as soon as I fall near you, you back up against me and moan. I think for a second that you'll wake, but you don't. You simply press against me and moan, that sleepy moan that says something is good. And then, you are still. It is hot here, 
Your body is much smaller than mine, but still, you have warmed this part of the bed nicely. I seal the blanket behind me, behind us, and now we are cocooned together. I wrap my arms around you. I pull you against me. You come easily. You simply follow my direction and back against me, into me. I melt against you because I'm still conscious, but I know that if you were, you'd do the same to me, like water finding its own level, like an umbrella in the desert. So you cover me, and I hold you. It is one of the most delicate dances that we do. You are so alluring, even now, even in your sleep. And my hands can't help but show you. There is worship and greed in every one of my touches. I cannot help it. Something cannot transfix you and also bring you closer to sanity. And so I run my hands over you, gently and full. It is the softest touch that I can manage. I am certain my fingers are too cold. But I do not wish to hold them under my own skin, pin them between the mattress and my flesh. I want to warm them on you. There is a delicateness to my touch like Sandberg's fog on cat's feet. It is soft. It is easy. It is done in a way that if you were awake, if I were fully, if I could hear your growls or moans, if I could see into your eyes, I could never do, I could never touch you this gently. It is only because you are asleep and transfixed in that realm that I can run my hands over you. You are so soft and so warm and so pleasing if you do not find the word to be too much. When you wake, you probably do just like beautiful or strong or amazing, but in sleep, you have no choice but to accept it. You are mine, and you are all the things that I have listed and more in this realm, when you are too heavy to find it. My fingertips are now much warmer, and I no longer run them up and down your side, but your back, your naked back. How many times before have you complained about the skin, that it is not perfect or like a movie star's, how often you have favored black and white filters overcolored, shots from particular angles because they do not show what I feel, valleys and peaks, bits of imperfection. But I can't see them, literally or figuratively, in this dark shrine. If I feel something beneath my fingertip or nail, it is simply texture. It has no other denomination. It is the currency of the elevation of your skin. 
I cannot see what you see when I touch you, and here, when you cannot resist me, you can't either. You moan and shift, but only ever so slightly, only to press further between us. It is difficult running a hand down between our bodies. There is so little space. But I am gentle, and I am thorough. I feel the whole of your backs. I swim over them. I know that I am too tired, and that tomorrow is just another day for both of us, that I should stop. But I can't. There is something intoxicating about you here. Even during a normal evening night, during a normal workday lull, the strain of it, it can be too much. You want to watch your shows, I want to watch mine. We drift apart. You say you're heading to bed soon. I don't immediately agree. I don't know why. I don't know why. But I do know that here, Feeling you, feeling your body and every single part of it that I can, the heat and the breath, thinking of you on the way in, falling under the covers and joining our skin. I want you. I'm in love with you. You are everything that I could ask for. It stops just being my fingertips and starts being the whole of my hands. They swim over you. It is incredibly gentle. I do not wish to rouse you. How many times have I done this before? And you did not wake. You simply stayed asleep. And then, after a time, I followed. I promise I'm in no way put off when you do. I want you to sleep, but I also want you. How long can you expect a man to stay near you and not get desperate? I begin to move my lips up and down your neck, like a paintbrush, very gentle, not quite pressing them in. When you moan, when you shift, I begin to feel it. Enjoy it. The way that you begin to shift and move, it just turns me on. Your breath, it gets hotter and heavier even though it's pouring away from me. And your body, it gets tighter wound and more constricted. I begin to pull you into me, my arms wrapping all the way around you my legs crooking into you as much as they can. Sideways, akimbo, I press into you like a Tetris piece from behind, as close as I can get, as snugly as I can be. My lips begin to dip into your flesh and then pull that small valley back to the surface with suction, in and out, little kisses, soft and very, very slow. I move them up and down your neck to the base of your ear 
and all around the underside of the crescent, and then back again. I am so dedicated. I want every kiss to feel as good as it possibly can. I taste you in each one, the remnants of your perfume, your makeup, your day. Even though you have washed it away, it is still here, trace amounts, in the skin where you let your hair down. I want more of you. How can I get more of you? My hands sink deeper into your flesh as do my lips, now finding that joint between your neck and your shoulder. You're moaning a little bit, the thrashing increase, the heat radiating off your skin. This is not like when I come to bed after when it is cold and warmed by you. This is sexual. This is heat moving through you. It's joining with mine, and it moves in a thermal beneath the blanket that we share. It's getting hotter. I pull it down just a centimeter or two, just to let out a little bit of our heat. My cock is as hard as it can be, pressing against the full small of your ass, the whole underside, touched by me, hot and full. They go from one line of fingertips to ten points swirling around your skin. Your moans are so soft, so sweet, so beckoning. I'd like to think that no matter what, you can always say stop, and I would, without hesitation. But in a moment like this, in the pre-dawn, in the darkness of night, with you, how could I, how could I stop so instantly when I need and want every part of you, every part I can touch, taste, and drink in, every part I can bring to me, it's all almost there. And I want it, the surface of it, radiating like I do for you. I always want you. I don't always have the energy. I don't always know what to say. I don't always know how to bring us here. But I do. When I am forlorn, when I am distant, when I am overthinking, I also rue that it takes me away from you. I am sorry that my thoughts imprison me. It is touching you, it is being with you that sets me free, that makes me remember what I am. As I move my hands up and down over your shoulders, my lips sinking into your shoulder, you rouse, I can tell. Your breathing is slow and easy. But I know you well enough to know that you're awake. Awake now, alive and awake now. 
So, I molest you. I continue to do so in the way that only I know, my hands moving like sin, just on the top of the surface of your skin. Very gently, like I'm scraping away the most gentle gossamer, like I'm not touching you at all, that teases you. Even though my grip is strong and I surround you entirely, that teases you. The breath, my breath, it's so hot, I don't have to control it. When you play this game with me, when you play that you're still asleep, you only have one play, you have to keep pretending you're asleep. But I, I can continue to breathe in and out right into your ear. I can stroke up and down your body. As long as I am not too harsh, as long as I do not touch you in such a way that someone would not touch a sleeping, beautiful woman, I can do whatever I wish to you. This is the most intimate moment. I begin to move my hands in different directions. One slides up to begin cupping your breasts, the other down, just to cover your pussy, through your PJs, through the bottoms. I just want to seal the heat in for a second as I stroke every part of your tent. Normally I'm a bit more delicate, but I can feel you, how warm you are, how wet, how ready and how hot. Everything about you says that you wanted me earlier, that you're sad that I didn't come, but that you're willing to make up for lost time if I just keep showing you how important you are to me. I move my hands in such small, easy circles, both of them together at once, both of them as I molest you. I want to rub you. I want to feel you open. I want it to be natural and easy. Even though you're fighting it, I want you to give in to me. I want you to give in and open your thighs. You can do it wordlessly. I am all right with it. You don't have to admit anything. I'll take all the blame, none of the credit. I just need to feel your pussy. Really feel it. The inside, the tightness, everything that you do in reaction to me. It is so amazing. When you left me, when I watched you go away, 
I thought about how much I needed you, how lucky I am, and I stayed in my rumination. I stayed up. I don't know why, but I know that I want to make you come. I don't even care if you give me the honor of a thank you. I don't even care if you acknowledge it. I want it. And I want you to feel it. So I keep moving my hands in the smallest circles, my fingers teasing just the outside of your pussy lips, the full of your breast as I cup it. I continue to move it around and around, pushing in and stroking you where only I know exactly how to. Where only I can do it, because you show me, again and again, just how to please you. You shift and it is light. You make a miscalculation, though. You move in such a way that I could slide my cock into you. You think that's what I want and who can blame you. But no. That is not what this is about, not anymore. Instead, I simply slide my hand down beneath your PJ pants, right into your slit. You are not a very good actress when you're pretending to be asleep, not when I'm stroking your pussy at least. The way that I stroke it, push it, move my finger up and down with slow, easy strokes. It makes your entire body writhe and tense, but it also makes you gasp. I can feel your throat tense as you try not to let the syllables out. I can feel your lungs filling with the air that you will not give me the satisfaction of knowing what they would say if it crossed your lips. I'm deeper inside you now, just the tip of my fingers swirling into you. It is gentle and easy, and in this position there is so much friction, I don't think I'll need to use more. Normally I like to finger you for me, or to open you up, but this is not that. This is almost experimental. This is almost as gentle as something can be. My finger dips in a little bit deeper, and then deeper still, and then deeper still, until the first digit is fully inside you. I crook my finger around in small circles and bring just the hint of my palm against your clit. For the first time since I've started playing with you tonight, you arch back, push back toward me, and as you do, I feel you. You feel the whole of my cock hard and steady against the base of your ass, but still. You know that it's not about that anymore. It's about 
my finger. It's about your pussy. It's about making you come as I hold you so close. I begin to tweak your nipple using two fingers like chopsticks. There's no need to pretend anymore. Is there, baby girl? No. You want to get fingered until you come. You want to do it quietly in bed. You want me to do it to you. And I want it too. The molestations are just a little bit harder. My breath just a little bit hotter and heavier in your ear. Now your hair moves back and forth. Just slightly as I inhale and exhale. As I breathe you in and out with my finger pushing down, down, down. The second digit inside you, you are tense, you curse, I ignore it. I would rather have your pussy than be right. I would rather keep filling you up and having that finger swim around inside you than call you out and risk your wrath besides. I can always do that later. And so it comes down to this. How soon do you want to come for me? How soon will I push you? The finger continues to swim in small, easy circles. When I change direction and go from clockwise to counter, you shudder, your hips shake forward, you weren't expecting that, and then back again. I can feel it, you biting down on your teeth just slightly, too proper to cause any real damage. I can feel your body tensing, there's sweat beginning to pool on just the most delicate areas of your back, and still I feel you all. I feel every single part of you. You are, when lying next to me, not some kind of instrument for my amusement. You are not a sexual device. You are not my partner. You are a part of me. And I feel you. I enjoy you. The way that your hair gets damper on the side that you sleep on than the other. The way that you feel heavy and full in my arms one minute, and then you're loose and gone at the next. How much heat you radiate for being so much smaller. Perhaps too quickly, I push the rest of my finger in, feel you gasp, feel your thighs tighten. You want to make your pussy as tight as possible. You want that sensation. And thus I know exactly what to do with my one finger inside you. Faster now I push in and out, only doing the clockwise movement when I'm all the way inside you. It's difficult and it strains my wrist, but I want it and I want you. In this position it is agony, your legs and knees stopping me from pushing in as deeply as I want but I do 
I push in, I make the circle, I pull out, I push in, I make the circle, I pull out. Faster now, you know that I want it. You can feel the anger and heat of my cock against you, my breath roaring in your ear. I've stopped clenching your tit, and now simply hold your torso to me. I want it, I want you to give it to me. I want it, I want you to give it to me. I want it, I want you to give it to me. I want it, I want you to give it to me. Faster, faster, faster. I stop pushing, I stop the circle, and now it just becomes a rapid back and forth movement all over the ridges inside. I can feel it. You're so close. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Come for me. Come for me. Come for me. I give you a moment of respite. I do not kiss you. I stop moving inside your pussy, but let it continue to clench me. Push me out, pull me in, and soak my finger with your juices. My other hand is idle. I let it drop to the mattress. I let you breathe, careful, to not push any more hot air onto you, venting it to the side as you recover. I wait there for a moment. In romance novels, the man always watches the woman sleep and he falls in love with her when he does. It is not nearly as romantic for the man to wait for the woman, to recover, to stop coming, to slip away to the bathroom and pee, to wash up, stumble back, to curse, and make shambling noises because she's blinded by the light that she just saw, to fall back into bed and to make a pathetic noise. That is not in very many romantic novels. But it does happen in my romance story, mine with you, before I pull you back to me, before you nuzzle in. It seems like you're going to say something. It seems like you have something on your mind. But after a moment or two, you simply nuzzle all the way against my softening cock and begin to fall asleep, this time with me having kept the mattress warm for you. <laughs>